Good day on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. It's been 13 years since the Ducks' Lone Cup win, and history is made in Arizona. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or as my buddy DC says, Tlop In. Wow, today's news has made me the happiest guy, in Anaheim at least. Welcome everyone to Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm your ecstatic and proud Latino host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. There's a very big reason I'm saying those exact words. Before going into the great beyond, I want to remind you that you can hear us via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe if you have not already. Also, it is Twitter time. Check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. It is hot. It's very hot. Let's go back in time once again. Not only was the weekend full of this day in history moments for the Ducks, but at this time 13 years ago, I was somewhere inside the parking lot of the Honda Center getting ready to see the Stanley Cup up close. That magnificent trophy. We will talk about that on the second portion of today's shorter show. And I am going to talk about the big news taking place in Arizona, but that will also come later on. So we're going back in time. 2007. Yeah, Saturday was a big day in history because on June 6th, 2007, the Anaheim Ducks defeated the Ottawa Senators to win their first and only Stanley Cup. Scott Niedermeyer would win the Conn Smythe Trophy in front of the home crowd, and he was the second Ducks player to do so. The first, of course, being Jean-Sebastien Jaguer, who did so in a losing effort for the Ducks. That's also a This Day in History moment, which we will get to. So Sunday was another big day in franchise history. Yeah, Saturday was big because that was the day the Ducks won their first and only cup. That was big, massive. But Sunday was also a big day, maybe a bigger day in franchise history, because on June 7th, 1993, the Mighty Ducks would reveal their team name and colors, which mimicked exactly what was portrayed on the movie of the same name. Keep in mind, back then, the team was owned by the Walt Disney Company, and they didn't hesitate in using their immensely popular film franchise to not only draw younger fans, but sell a plethora of jerseys. I'll admit, I was one of those kids that thought the threads were simply incredible. In fact, I still have a Mighty Ducks jersey from all the way back then. That still kind of fits. I'll still wear it once in a while. It fits slightly tight, but heck, it's a classic Mighty Ducks jersey. I'm still going to wear that thing even to this day. Even playing piano. Even just going out and about. I'll still wear it if it's not 100 degrees outside. So that was one of the great moments on that day in history. But also on that day in history, what I think is the most iconic moment in franchise history, that's where it occurred. I've mentioned this moment on Hockey Jeopardy recently, and it warrants mentioning yet again. June 7th, 2003, Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Final at the Pond. Scott Stevens delivered a late hit on a streaking Paul Correa, and he got knocked unconscious on the ice. Plenty of fans will say it was a dirty hit, and I'll be one of those. I mean, it was a late hit. It was a little dirty. Yeah, Scott Stevens. Why you got to do him like that? So Paul Correa is laying there motionless on the ice for a few seconds. You finally see that breath take place. 
it fogs up his visor. So he leaves the ice under mostly his own power. And immediately you begin to think he's not coming back. He's knocked out. Everybody thought he was concussed. But this was a must-win game for the Mighty Ducks. They were down in the series three games to two. They had to win to force a game seven. So what happened immediately after that? Paul Correa, about a period later, comes out of the tunnel, much to the amazement of not only his teammates, but the opponents, the fans, the crowd, the the TV onlookers, even, even the TV commentators. Gary Thorne couldn't believe it. And by the way, Gary Thorne, one of my favorite announcers of all time, he could not believe what he was seeing. And therein lies the iconic moment in Mighty Ducks history. Yes, Paul Correa made that moment, but Gary Thorne made it legendary. Because that call, I will still remember, where Paul Correa goes streaking down the left side of the ice, he winds up for a shot, and immediately, you could hear Gary Thorne say, the fans won it, he shoots, he scores, and immediately Gary Thorne says, off the floor, on the board, Paul Correa, that, that was the moment. I don't care what you guys say. You could have the 2007 Stanley Cup. I will always remember that. You can have plenty of other moments, plenty of comebacks. You could have the comeback against the Oilers. But that goal against New Jersey in the Cup Final where Paul Correa lifted himself back up, it was just a different energy. You could tell by watching on TV, it was a different energy in that arena after that goal. Because Everybody was not only on their feet, but it was a different kind of cheer than we'd ever heard before. So that was the seminal moment. The Mighty Ducks would go on to win that game. However, on this day in history, Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final was also played. And on this exact day in history, June 9th, 2003, that's today, the New Jersey Devils defeated the the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim to win the series four games to three. However, also on this day in history, Jean-Sebastien Jaguer won the Conn Smythe. And we'll talk more about this day in history after we talk about Built Bar. And I'm drinking some Built Boost drink right now because if you go on BuiltBar.com, not only are they having a closeout on some of their Built Bar product, but they're also having a closeout sale on Built Boost where you can get up to 66% off their drink-filling mix that's full of natural energy. Also, and very important, 100% of profits will be donated to organizations that support education, poverty, equality, and ending hate and racism. That's going to be 100% of profits from 8 million bars. That is amazing. And also, you can have up to 50% off on remaining inventory on their boxes. So be sure to definitely check out BuiltBar.com for that and enter promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. And once again, 100% of profits are going to be donated to organizations supporting education, poverty, equality, ending hate and racism. Be sure to be part of the change and check it out at BuiltBar.com. And once again, use the promo code LOCKEDON. Coming up after the intermission, we're going to have some more This Day in History and some very good news in the National Hockey League. Stay locked in.
Oh, hello there. I'm sorry. Uh, you caught me drinking some built boost right now. Ironically, it's the pineapple strawberry flavor that I was drinking. <laughs> but welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Yes, I'm actually drinking some built boost right now. <gasps> anyway, we're still talking about this day in history. As I mentioned, it's going to be a short show today. So let's get into this day in history. Let's get back into it because I mentioned it. June 9th is the day that John Sebastian Jaguar won the Conn Smythe Trophy back in 2003. He was the best player by far in that playoffs. Okay, look, I know there's the argument that Marty Brodeur had three shutouts in that final series. I get it. But the Conn Smythe Trophy is about the best player or the most valuable player in the playoffs, the entirety of the playoffs. And J.S. Jaguar had the best numbers of any goalie in the playoffs up to that point. Yes, give him the trophy nine times out of ten. The other time, maybe, maybe being Marty Brodeur. Maybe. But it's got to be J.S. Jaguar. He single-handedly led that Ducks team to the cup final that season. He was that hot of a goalie. He was that amazing. We're talking numbers that rival some of the best numbers in playoff history. So that's my date in history. But my favorite this day in history took place at this exact time, 17 years ago. Because yours truly happened to be at the Ponda to celebrate the Ducks' first Stanley Cup. And this was the first time that a California team won the Stanley Cup. So I really really wanted to see that trophy up close and by the way that thing looks better in person I've since then been up close to it a multitude of times you know thanks to me working in hockey for the past 10 years I've gotten plenty of pictures with the illustrious Stanley Cup and it does look that great in person I've taken close-up photos of the Ducks portion of that cup yeah it's great that whole day was fantastic. I got some banners, one of which I'm giving away. So I got some banners that day. got a puck. Met a lot of great people. A couple of them I still talk to once in a while to this day. Which I thought was cool. Seeing all the players come in. And seeing some fan favorite players come in at that time too. That was truly magnificent. Seeing the governator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He came out. He said a little bit of something during the parade and rally at the Honda Center. Having him come out there at the time was a very big deal. So everything about that day was probably one of my favorite things ever. But seeing some of the players up close at the time, I thought it was a big deal. Seeing Boshiman up close. Seeing Jaguar up close. Seeing Getzloff up close. Seeing Brizgalov up close. I was a big Brizgalov fan back then. Seeing Andy Mack up close. I was a big Andy Mack fan. There's not that many Andy McDonald stan accounts in the internet, but if Twitter was around back then, I would have had the stan account back then for Andy Mack. Uh, the Niedermeyers, seeing them come in, they they were really awesome to the fans. Brad May, he came in. At the time, that was his first cup win. Seeing him up close was cool. So that, to me, was the seminal moment. But most of all, seeing Tamu Solani come down that carpet to a thunderous welcome it was a hero's welcome and something that i'll never forget i'll never forget seeing the cup up close that was my first time seeing the stanley cup that close to me to me 13 years ago i was a lot younger seeing that thing up close that meant everything to me at the time 
and that really fueled my love for hockey even more than it already was. So that is this day in Ducks history taking place 13 years ago. Yeah, it's been 13 years now, but yeah, that's still one of my favorite memories just in hockey in general. But there's another this day in history, not so much today, but yesterday on June 8th, 2020. Well, that was only yesterday. Yeah, June 8th, 2020 is a big day in history, not Ducks history, but hockey history. And I'll preface by saying this right now. The Locked on Coyotes podcast is idle right now. There is no Locked on Coyotes. They've been idle for the better part of a few months. So there's no host for the Coyotes right now. And it's a shame because if there was still a Coyotes host, I'd be picking his or her brain about the news that took place yesterday in the Valley of the Sun. And what am I talking about? I got to talk about the big news in Arizona where uh, I still can't believe this. Javier A. Gutierrez becomes the National Hockey League's first Latino CEO. Yeah, that's just amazing news to me. The first Latino team president and CEO in NHL history, Javier Gutierrez, who, by the way, has a large footprint in Southern California because some of you guys may have heard that name before. He's done a lot in the LA community and the Anaheim community. He was the managing director of the Clear Lake Capital Group in Southern California. And he was also the chief investment officer of the Marulo Group. Marulo is, of course, leading the Arizona Coyotes, but Gutierrez is now the president. So now we have Marulo and we have Gutierrez as the Latino in charge. And as a proud Latino myself, when I heard that news pop up, I kind of jumped out of my seat and said, yeah, that's right. I love this. Fantastic news. I mean, it makes me become a little bit more of a Coyotes fan, I'll admit it. Not just because of their awesome president, but their awesome jerseys. I've always loved the Kachina jerseys for both the Roadrunners and the Coyotes. But to have Gutierrez be that guy, I mean, that's just amazing to me. You don't know how exactly I'm feeling right now, but there's an overwhelming sense of pride that he's the guy. And for him to be there, I mean, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Also, prior to his leadership on the Clear Lake Capital Group, before that, he was on the board of directors for several public and private companies. Most notably, he was on the board of directors for the Commercial Bank of California, the largest Latino-owned bank in California, where he had offices in Los Angeles. He had offices in Anaheim. He was also part of the U.S. Securities Exchange Commission Advisory Committee on small and emerging companies. So he was very active in the community. He was behind a lot of academic and philanthropic, philanthropic organizations in the Southern California community. And he was also on the board of directors for the U.S. Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So I'll have more about him tomorrow on tomorrow's podcast as I delve more into the research of this more into what him being named the president of the counties means for not only hockey in the Valley of the Sun, but hockey in general. So we'll have more on that tomorrow. Uh, before I head off, I want to mention that Friday's show is going to be a show just for you, the fans. What I want to know is, what is your favorite memory as a Ducks fan? Why did you become a fan of the Always Mighty Ducks? 
Who's your favorite player? What sweet treat would you trade Ryan Miller for a warm-up puck? Yes, some of you will trade more than Thin Mints. Please let me know either on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Also, also, I nearly forgot about the little contest I have going on as a pinned tweet on the Locked On Ducks Twitter. If you guys want to leave your favorite moments in that tweet, I will come around to them and read them aloud for Friday's show. Think of it as a mailbag show of sorts. In addition to the banner, I might throw in a couple of extras as well. I'm not going to say what those extras are, but I'm thinking I need to clear out the closet. So I'll throw in some extras as well. And once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. Thank you all once again. Please continue to stay safe out there. And just remember that if you're going to protest, protest peacefully. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day and stay safe, Anaheim.